Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way just to keep it interesting. disingenuous now. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Comedy Arcade, everybody. I don't know what to do with this. This doesn't normally happen. Wait, like, if you like this, you're going to love the rest, honestly. This is just admin at this point. Um, right, now, normally I want honesty in the room, but we've got next up in. So with that in mind, who here has listened to the Comedy Arcade podcast before? <laughs> Oh my God, all of you. Incredible. <laughs> my listener figures do not agree. Um, no, um, for the people who obviously you all listen to it die hard and have since last October. Yeah, yeah, good. Oh, nice call and response. This is brilliant. Um, yeah, for the people who might have forgotten, because that happens, you know, you fall off a boat, a man picks you up, you pretend that they're your wife, like that happens. That is sad. Did I just reference overboard? <laughs> That is a very current reference. <laughs> this is what you can expect tonight. Now, I have got a bingo ball in front of me full of topics. The people that are close to the front will see that it's actually sellotaped closed. That's because I can't be trusted with these balls. <laughs> there used to be more balls in here. <laughs> it's a long story short. Um, I've got random categories in there. I've got four fabulous personalities that I'm about to introduce. I'm going to give them the category. They're going to tell me their best anecdote joke or interpretive dance because it's a visual medium tonight because next up and I know Rich Wilson is really good for it so uh, (laughs) 
and how it works, I score them points based on the thing that I like the best. It is that capricious. I can be bought. I can be bribed. <laughs> and I bear grudges. I bear grudges a long time. So if you were late this evening, and one of you guests knows you are, um, you're starting on negative points. Um, right. <laughs> I've I'm drunk with power. Uh, <laughs> right, without further ado, let's introduce our first guest. She is the magnificent queen of quiz. You'll know her as a firebrand redhead with all the knowledge. Um, we just know her as Jenny, who is a also a hilarious person who has been on more ridiculous bad dates than I have ever heard in my life. It is Jenny Ryan, everybody. <laughs> like, who is that? She's not red hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is it? Incognito. Nobody's going to know. It's Angela Barnes in a wig. I thought you were going to say it's Angela Lansbury and that would have been a massive compliment. It would have been, wouldn't it? Oh, it we really can solve the mystery tonight. But the mystery is, who's the next guest, Jenny? I, I think I've cracked the case. It, well, I've got it. It's one in, one in three chance <laughs> of me being right. I don't know what order you're introducing people in. I don't either. Let's find out together. It is the... Songbird, the Essex legend, Kate Martin's nodding, it's not you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> the remarkable talent, Jordan Gray, everyone. Good evening, hello. Yeah, can I have points for that, thanks? <laughs> How is your trip down the aisle? <laughs> it was exciting, although I didn't get married at the end. Oh, well, there's yeah. still time. Yes. Yeah, we're working our way towards it, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she knows how to get points at me. There's no game she hasn't won. Um, <laughs> spoilers. It's this early on. Um, all right, um, we've teased you with her, so we might as well bring her on now. She is the woman with the biggest wingspan in comedy. <laughs> Without a doubt, she's also hilarious. It's not just about the wingspan, it's the size of her entry. <laughs> Kate Martin, everybody! <laughs> I wasn't wrong. I'm, I'm not going to show my entry on next up, just to be clear. <laughs> you were high-fiving people three deep on each side of the aisle there. It was very impressive. Scuff the wall. <laughs> And we could not do Comedy Arcade without him. He is the Alan Davis to my Sandy Toxic. It is Rich Wilson, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How's your day been, Rich? Yeah, it's been great. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking. I've not, been, I've not been drinking for a while, and then today I had a drink. <laughs> this could go either way. <laughs> well, should we find out? Yes. Right, let's roll the ball. Now. Wow. In post-production, obviously, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll just superimpose a little ball coming down here. But the ball is number 25, which I've got written on the sheet. <laughs> You the production values are insane. I think that's what makes it insane. Honestly, it's crazy. I cannot tell you how sweaty this cape is. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> is that sorry? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> is that a euphemism? Because we've talked about how to tie it. 
talcum powder. Am <laughs> <laughs> I the only one here about a sweaty cake? <laughs> Not from where I'm looking. Hey. Hey. Also, I've got a secret to tell you, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, less. It's oh, yeah. totally Did you just remember? Because that's forgot. a massive compliment. I forgot. I did. I forgot. That is a compliment. <laughs> and the cat is. <laughs> I totally forgot. That's, nice. That's a beautiful thing. Yay! Do you get married? Yeah, fine. <laughs> we haven't got time. Um, right, petty grievances. Oh, yeah. Oh. We like that, don't we? Hello? Yeah. Well, I, I, what, am I going first? <laughs> Is there anything that you feel grievous towards in a petty nature? Um, Rich has forgotten everything yeah. that's ever happened. Is it, is it being <laughs> one drink, everyone? One drink. It is happens. it being put on the spot by a? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to be asked to go first. I was. Uh, we did you, volu- you weirdly volunteered. Well, silently. <laughs> I just got a vibe from you that you, you had a lot of petty grievances. Petty grievances. Uh, yeah, t- do you know what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought right some tank top. Right. I was like, I thought I was going for a Northern Soul kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like that old kind of mod, kind of spinning around on the talcum powder. Someone said, hello, Jimmy Tarbuck. I'm, like, oh. I'm glad you laughed at that. I look at the young faces. And you're like, who the fuck's Jimmy, Jimmy Tarbuck? Yeah, you told me you were going to wear that. And I went, oh, that's nice. And I'll bring you a jacket. As an option. It was just an option. Um, I like to take a moment to thank tonight's sponsor, talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I used to wear them when I was in my early 20s, so I thought it made my waist look thinner by having a, a layer of the top. But I just, I looked like a proper, if you looked it up in the dictionary, lesbian. A stocky little lesbian. the name tank top, it does make you look very boxy. I was, I was a little, yeah, yeah. I was a unit. So um, your petty grievance you put onto me because I was wearing this. Yeah. And then you got the arms. It's, uh, yeah, it's clearly. You're living. Well Look at your trauma. face. It's absolutely livid at my, my sartorial choices. And then you're, you're annoyed as well, aren't you? It's not. I mean, I don't want to... I'm not going to put it to vote because I don't want to do that to you, but yeah, um, do I don't think I'm on there. This is an right, yeah, no, Put it to a vote. Put it to a vote. When yes. you... Yes. <laughs> Who likes my tank top? Yay! Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, you see. I, Who? See, I thought it was a cardi. There was sort of an age divide there in the audience as well. I think everybody on, yeah. under 30, I would say, were, <laughs> kept their hands firmly down. <laughs> and nostalgia else went, for everybody what, else. What's a tank top? <laughs> All the lesbians in the room were like, it's a fucking hate crime. I'm showing I'm an ally. I'm an it's ally. Pride month, for fuck's sake. That's why I put it on! We've got a petty grievance for and against the tank top. Uh, no one got any points for that. Any advance on that? I begrudge having to have a fire alarm in my house. Please stay with me on this, right? It's the thing about fire alarms. They're good for one thing, which is the, the sensing of a fire. And that's a good thing to have, a sense of force. But, right, don't make, don't make me have a fire alarm in my house if... Like, it's a mandatory piece of government-sanctioned equipment. Don't make me have one if it can't tell the difference between a blazing inferno and a standard English breakfast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a piece of toast is the most common breakfast, and it goes off every time I have a piece of toast. What do I do about it? I can't 
knock it off the scene. It's like little Nazi barnacle up there. <laughs> what do you do? It judges me. <laughs> Nazi barnacle, that's fucking great. Right. Well, that's the episode <laughs> title, There's no snorkels on fire. I mean, I dare say there's probably a vote I'm going to lose, but who thinks fire alarms are a good idea? Raise your hand. No one. Oh, oh <laughs> half and half. Half of us are going to hell. <laughs> Where a fire alarm will be very necessary. What's the crossover from the Venn diagram of people who like tank tops and people who like fire? <laughs> <laughs> We'll there find is something it. I would quite like to burn right now, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> straight men. So harsh. Straight men. Harsh but fair, I think. Harsh but fair. This is what equality looks like. There we are. Yeah, we had to have one token white straight man on, just for ratios. Uh, <laughs> just doing my bit. Yeah, and it'll be wonky by the time he gets up, I reckon. You guys are... I'll be what? Sorry, by the time what? A bit wonky. <laughs> I'm already a bit wonky. Petty grievances! I don't have any petty grievances. All, right. All of my grievances are... Grievous. Very grievous, <laughs> deep-seated and completely reasonable. All right, now, give us one of them. Um, okay, class four, said so Thomas of Canterbury Primary School. <laughs> So fast, so reasonable. <laughs> class, it was class four, but it was year three. I'm not saying it was a perfect system. We definitely didn't have a perfect teacher, Mrs. Greenosh. Um, yeah. Naming no names. That bitch. So I would say, <laughs> I, was, I was seven, and this was probably the, fir the first joke I ever came up with by myself, was uh, to name my cat Napoleon. Get it? Cat's nip. And Napoleon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, I didn't say it was good. I was, <laughs> I was, all right, everyone's a critic now. You're criticizing a seven-year-old attempt at humor. Points, yeah. <laughs> attempt at being a smart ass as well, which doesn't sound like me at all. Uh, <laughs> and the assignment was to write uh, an essay. Probably every other kid probably did two sentences about their pet. I did a side of A4 because that was <laughs> the kind of child I was. And you're when the I got this with a notebook, yeah, <laughs> you've got a notebook. Oh, you're keeping scar in here, <laughs> but I will say it is a rainbow notebook. Oh. Rich has just you. got a piece I of paper that says remember tank top. That's all, <laughs> that's all the sun is, one. Right? Uh, and you did, thank you. <laughs> so, Mrs. Greenhouse handed my essay back. And uh, I've not got a good score for it. I'd in fact got an, a, a frowny face because I'd misspelled Napoleon. Oh. Now, now, I had to go and explain the joke to her, which means it was not a very good joke. I had to explain it to you, so it's still no better. Um, no vindication. <laughs> three decades later. Um, and um, I, I just, I'm just aggrieved that she didn't appreciate that a child in her class understood the concept of Napoleon, which who hadn't been covered in the syllabus, I, will, I would hasten to add. What? I found out about Napoleon under my own steam and come up with a joke about it so and made it a permanent fixture in my house. So, um, Mrs. Greenhouse, if I ever see you again, <laughs> I won't, I won't. She's, I guess she we'll show dead. this show. She is dead. <laughs> I was going to say, how old, how old was she then? Uh, she was, at the time, she could have been anywhere from 45 to 95. All I knew yeah. was she was, she was my friend's 
grandma and she had grey hair. She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wore a beautiful tank top. Long gone, tanked. long gone. The thing is, though, in year four, she could have been 25 and you would have thought she's 90. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only reference point I had was that she was a grandma at the time, but knowing oh. where I grew up, she could have been 25. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. So, yeah, so... But, I don't bear grudges. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not, not petty, all. though. That's not petty. That's real. Speaking of cat names, all right, I, I have to admit, like, as a lesbian, I don't have cats, and I know that I should. I know. I know it's part... I know it's part, I know it's part of the <laughs> Quick, well, just, Quinn, Quinn, like, give her your tank top before she's stripped of a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I've got flat, comfortable shoes on. We're OK, OK? We're fine. I I nearly got cats during the lockdown, mainly because I thought of two good names for cats. Uh, Kitney Houston and Harry J. Blige. I I just don't think that's a good enough reason to get cats. Yeah, it is. Is it? Okay, the lesbians at the back have spoken. Sorry. (laughs) Can someone call Battersea? I'm afraid I've got to go. Oh dear. That fucking killed it, didn't it? Great. <laughs> That's what we've got the ball for, though. We just keep it moving. Yeah. Show me your balls. Oh, it's a saucy crowd tonight. Well, we talked about pussy. We've talked about, <laughs> <laughs> talked about oh, talcum powder talked about several times. Stop. Not on next. Can you stop not lowering the tone? I shan't. Um, <laughs> and that's what we're going to segue straight into dating stories. <laughs> <laughs> These are just things I want to ask comedians that I like. <laughs> I really think I should have my own sort of bingo ball distributor for this particular one I've got so. so over to you, babe. You tell us all your. Come on, over to you. One of the um, oh, stories, I'm right. sure. I've already told you about Spider Leg Man. Oh no. Yeah, yeah I can't repeat that. The podcast, yeah. So they've heard that story before. You know, it's Spider Leg Man, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Some people are in the dark about spider leg man. What's spider leg man, briefly? He got bitten by a radioactive spider leg. (laughs) (laughs) He got kicked by a radioactive spider leg. (laughs) That's going to be the next Disney Plus series. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that that was a a gentleman who had, uh, on his dating profile on... I'm going to show my uh, demographic here. Guardian Soulmates. Uh, when it was a website, there was no apps When it was then. still going, you mean? When it was still going. Was still I, did, going. I didn't have to go through the pages in the little guidebook, but I couldn't just look at my phone. Bebo. This was pre-Bebo, my friend. Um, this was a gentleman who'd, who'd uh, claimed on his profile to be six foot four, and when I went to meet him, he was sitting down, and our eye level was exactly the same, and I thought, this man is a liar. How long do I stay? And uh, I, st- I stayed for a little bit, and then he got up to buy some drinks, and I thought, okay, things are looking up. And he got up, and his legs unfurled. He was, he had some of the longest legs you've ever seen on a human being. Like he was, was made by Tim Burton, they just sort of rolled. Yeah. He, was, he was six foot four, six foot four, but and a, a little bit, and yeah. What was the little bit? <laughs> the date didn't go that badly, I found out. Spider cock man. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he was sat there like, the, like that Supercross video with the puppets. Yeah. Yeah. That? <laughs> That's what it reminded me of, yeah. That, the, the arms weren't as long though, so yeah, maybe... Uh, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. It'd be interesting yeah. if you'd been there. So if you spliced me and him splice together, together. you have the perfect limb-to-body ratio. <laughs> and very, arms, in, and very imperfect. <laughs> I mean, that's not practical to have such long legs and, yeah, but the, the bo same body size as me, which is for not... Us. Yeah. Take us to a gig or a festival, Lost Friends meeting point. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Mobile phone reception as well. Mobile phone reception. Lovely, yeah. 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 I, wonder oh, if he, I wonder if he left it a long time to reveal the legs because he's used to, to hype truthers well, from online dating yeah, and yeah, everyone's... Yeah. No. Yeah. I think he was just... He just was impolite and didn't stand up to greet didn't me like a, a gentleman. Drink, just sat there until he needed a wee. No. What a prick. No, no but, but I could tell you a recent date story. <laughs> A brief one. A brief one. No, um, I, 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 I'd had my heart broken slightly by somebody. I was getting a little bit fixated about this failed relationship, and they'd made me cry. They made me, they made me cry on Halloween, which I think, I think is a, it's a spell in itself. And I thought, you know what? I think this is a petty grievance. <laughs> There is going to be a link between all of my anecdotes. They're all they're all grievances, but none of them are petty. All right. So Halloween, um, you're there. Um, so I decided, in my misery, I was going to get over him. It's the quickest way. Tinder, download Tinder, got on Tinder. Within 20 minutes, it recommended to me the guy who broke my heart. He was on there. He was on there, and. Uh, the, the next person who matched with me is a story for another time. Aww. You see? <laughs> <laughs> to keep you listening to the podcast. Yeah. Come on. They don't need a reason to keep listening. They're, no. all, they're all here. The guests are the people all here. at home. The people at home. We don't yeah. know. We're running every night at Edinburgh Fringe. One of those nights. Can I have Jenny? You'll have to come to find out all 24 nights. Um, <laughs> okay, take well, story. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell a, a dating story about me and Rich in a minute. Uh, hey, hey. I know, Tinder. surprise. <laughs> you just mentioning Tinder, so when you're um, a middle-aged lesbian, there are, like, the, the, the stereotype that all lesbians move in after a second date, right, is an awful stereotype because it's fucking true, right? <laughs> and on, this means on Tinder, it's like friend, friend, ex-friend, <laughs> out of matches. Like, it... <laughs> gone. There are, there are none left, right? And then, like, Tinder has a bit of a moment, doesn't know what to do with itself. Then you're like, she like, you know, reset the settings to anybody in the UK or the EU who's <laughs> still got a pulse, still breathing, you know? And then you're like, oh, swipe, swipe, friend, friend, friend's mum, well, you know. <laughs> Awkward, but not insurmountable. Uh, is that the story for Rich? No, this is not. This is not. <laughs> Have you dated yeah. Rich's mum? Yeah. <laughs> not just dating us, why not? Uh, <laughs> who's your daddy, Rich? Who's your daddy? Uh, <laughs> I'm being cyberbullied. I'm being cyberbullied. So we made fun of what you're wearing, and now we're doing your mum jokes. <laughs> Listen, I'm just doing my bit to rebalance everything. Is this everything. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Anyway, but then what yeah. Tinder does is, because Tinder cannot cope, it has a meltdown, it cannot cope with there won't be any matches, so then it does this, it's like, friend, friend, ex, man. Man. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Tinder just has to give you matches, and these... There's like, these are, you know, straight cis men looking for... Women, and you're like, hey, t Tinder. <laughs> Private. Let me just explain what a lesbian actually is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's it. It just starts throwing men in. Just to get you. Anyway, that's how me and Rich met. Uh, no. 
<laughs> I was I was the top. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Uh, I think we can all agree. He's only little, bless him. Uh, not in that way. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, uh, the wonderful, handsome, charming Rich Wilson is dating a fabulous, very funny comedian called Kate McGann. Yes. Uh, and a, a, a gig a while ago, a friend of ours said to us that they'd been speaking to the promoter of the night and, and they said, how's Rich doing? And she was like, oh my God, him and Kate are so happy. And this, this, this promoter then looked really confused and went, Kate, Rich and Kate are together. What? <laughs> 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 Do you mean? whole lesbian thing is just an act. <laughs> He's a straight white man, isn't he? <laughs> so I'm that good. I'm that good. There is now one or two rumours circulating. One is that I'm basically a total con artist and I do this just for the fucking crack of it, or that Rich Wilson is such a fucking legend that he's turned a lifelong sausage dodger. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't, said, we haven't done anything to sound like cross no. those rumours, have we? We've kind of gone, yeah, fuck it. I'm right, yeah, them fine. everywhere I go. Like Absolutely. I'm confirming them everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's Me weird, isn't it? When love is love, guys. Love is love. I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> honestly, I have dated women with more facial hair than you, so it's not... <laughs> it's not out of the league. It's not out of the league. <laughs> it's the only reason I transitioned because I know he's into women. <laughs> he was very clear about that. See, we could be nice as well. Yeah. <laughs> Can we? Is that what I was? <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting. What's the next bit? <laughs> Facebook thinks I'm a gay man. I get adverts all the time. Oh, like, I wonder why. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, gay, no, men appropriated this. Secrets are for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, it's like hot twinks for you. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not for me. <laughs> I mean, I think we'd have a lovely night out, but I don't think I'm what they want. <laughs> Dating story, Jordan? Yeah, like, I've done this TV show about, like, what, 10 years ago. Yeah, so I'm a transgender person. This is before I was a woman, so I was a man. Rich is like, what? <laughs> 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 And like, it's a singing show, and my sort of acting manager at the time was like, you're gonna go on TV and sing? I was like, that's all very exciting. Yes, I shall do that. And I showed up to the rehearsal and we sang, and there's like 10 of us, and then I was picked, and then I had to sing a song with a lady, like half of a duet with a lady, at which point the producer said, this is a dating show <laughs> with a bit of singing involved. <laughs> Both of us had thought it was a singing show, and then we paired up to date. We had to date on television. And it was really nice, we'd done this duet, we'd done, oh, that Mel B song with, what's his name, Brian Adams. Won't sing more than five seconds because we've got to clear it with next up. But then the weird bit is we had to go on a date, it's all like laid out, like we've agreed on TV, but then they didn't film the date, so we just had to go on a date. Just sitting there for no reason, we got paired together to be on TV, and we're just there like, why are we here? There's no cameras. Just chatting to each other in Manchester. We had sex though. <laughs> 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 okay, it weren't filmed. That wasn't filmed either. Were you disappointed by that as well? You did like, you what? take a point off because I had sex with somebody else? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> no. no. Just not jealous at all. Oh no. That's my dating story. It's, it's my a, ego it's thinking I was going to be a massive singing superstar. Just had sex in Manchester instead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Oasis done both those things. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you haven't told people you've been on the voice yet. 
Oh, imagine if I was talking about the voice that whole time. It's records began. Yeah, it was Paloma Faith, by the way. That was the woman. Was it? I didn't have sex with Paloma Faith in Manchester. Oh. It's in Birmingham. Where did you ever sex in Birmingham? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Tell <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I, did, I did the voice, but this was not the voice. It's a, it's a show called Sing Date on Sky Living HD. Wow. Ooh, wow, in HD. In, in HD. <laughs> you could see everything. <laughs> Apart from the sex. Yeah. yeah, but waste of HD, if you ask me. <laughs> Regard to some naughty things. She's proper kinky. Also, I've completely. There's no way of disguising who she is now because that's actually on record. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that. You're a nice person if you're watching. <laughs> uh, also, uh, this is all just a. <laughs> this could all just be a lie for entertainment, couldn't it? It maybe, ain't. But maybe could we be. made it up. Yeah. Rich, have you got any date stories for the love of God? I've never, <laughs> I've never had sex with Paloma Faith, I'll tell you that one. Um, I, there was once, there was a, I was at, there was at a school disco, and I was... Oh, 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 were you a... What was number one? In, what's Blair going on here? Then? <laughs> <laughs> with me tank top on, hello. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a party in town. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't yeah. like that. I was supposed to be there. I was at school at the time. Not as a, not, not as a caretaker. I was meant to be there. And I was stood at the side and everyone was snogging and dancing. It's not that bad, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if it was triggered. <laughs> I was there, I was there. So I was at the side and everyone was dancing, snogging and doing what they do. And then this, there's a girl came up called Lisa King. Lisa King was like one of the top like girls in the whole school, like you know, like you get a cool bunch, all right? Yeah, Lisa King, and she came flying up, and she just started slogging me. Dad even asking who I was. She just went bam, right, and, just, and she was quite tall as well, and she just went poof, right, and it was like, ah, oh, wow, this is incredible. I'm getting slogged by one of the top girls in the school. Fucking great. Where did you get that tank top? That's what she said. She said, I love a man without sleeves. <laughs> a sleeveless man. <laughs> anyway, so then, so then, well, we swapped numbers and all that, and she was like, okay, this is in the days of landlines, so, you know, it's like, yeah, all right, exciting, right? So, so then, so then mum says, oh, Lisa's phoned you, so, oh, so I phoned Lisa, and I'm all excited, I'm like, oh, Lisa's phoned me, this is amazing, and she was like, I was just phoning you to say, I think you'd be really good with my friend. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no, she paired me with her mate. And, uh, yeah, you had boy. sex in Manchester? I had sex with, <laughs> no I had sex with Jordan. <laughs> what, as consolation you, for Lisa King? We used Paloma Faith as a condom. Oh, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> Paloma, I'm That's really probably sorry. too far for next time. <laughs> I'm really album. sorry about this. Can we edit this? No, this is live, no. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've strayed quite far <laughs> away. Whatever happened to Rich Wilson? Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about it. So yeah. much. Roll the balls. Please roll the balls. Look what number it is. Look at that CGI. It's celebrity encounters. I don't know if you've heard about Manchester. No. Got up, do one. 
Celebrity Encounter. You will have to do it. What is the count? What's the category? Celebrity Celebrity <laughs> Encounter. <laughs> celebrity <laughs> Encounter. Oh, well, you could tell this story. We'll celebrity tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> right, like they say, they do say, don't meet your heroes, right? <laughs> I met Levi Roots, right? This guy who done, he's on Dragon's Den, and he created. We've got so many nodding people in the audience right now. He's, uh, he, inv- he invented the reggae reggae sauce, didn't he? Reggae uh, reggae yeah. sauce. It's like a, it's called a, a, a proponent of Jamaican music and he created reggae reggae sauce. And I met him at a gig I was doing at the O2, and it's all very exciting. And I went up to him, and I didn't want to be that dickhead that's like, oh, I like your sauce, right? So I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought what I'd do is I shall compliment him on another aspect of his life, like so he feels like I'm a proper fan, right? <laughs> so I was like, mate, I love that song. That you do. That's a good song, right? And he went. <laughs> he went. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> right? No, but here's the thing. As if he's got more than one song that we all know, which is the reggae reggae soul song. And I didn't want to be like, again, you've only got one song, mate. So I went the the, the reggae reggae song. I mean, like that. And it's all weird. And then he left. And I goes to my manager at the time. I was like, I think I've <laughs> I think I've upset Levi Roots. This story, by the way, at this juncture, I will say, does not paint me in the best light. <laughs> it goes, uh, I said, I think I've upset Levi Roots, can you go talk to him? And he went, where is he? And when he's over there. And he went, that's Wycliffe Jean. <laughs> Why the fuck would Levi Roots be here? <laughs> I, and I, no, please, please remember that. I was, no, I was, I'd, take, I'd take points off myself for that because I was 18 and a dickhead. I'm really, I am sorry. But like, but what's really sweet is he didn't go, because like, of course when he goes like, what song? He's thinking, he's got quite a repertoire of songs, you know? And I went, that reggae, reggae one. And to his credit, he just let me get on with it. So he probably, he's done a lot of drugs. He thought, I don't remember that one, but it might be. <laughs> Wycliffe, you're amazing, mate. I'm really sorry I've done that to you. Also, Levi Roots, your sources are fine. I got all sad then when I thought of that because that was a real thing that happened to me. Because it, really <laughs> it, it makes me seem awful person. Sort of am, I suppose. No, you didn't know. No, you just caught up in Me it. not knowing is the thing that makes me awful. <laughs> you didn't know. I know. You didn't know. But you thought you knew. That's the worst bit. Um, I once met someone from Home and Away who I fancied in a club in Cardiff and he was in the show Godspell. Oh. Yeah, exciting, you know, he's got range, boy's got range, home and away on the beach in the shorts, actor. And I thought I'd lie, we were getting on all right actually, and I was like, yeah, I love Godspell, love doing it. And he went, what character did I play? And I was like, <laughs> take a punt, Vix, biblical figures. Oh. And um, no, I, my mind went blank and I went, I can't remember, he literally played Jesus. <laughs> 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 I would have remembered that one, wouldn't I? <laughs> Do not give him a point for that. Audience <laughs> point. Who would you like to allocate that point to? So an audience member said, I bet he was cross. The next episode. Who do you want to give the point to? Yourself. I can't win this. My game. I'm the real winner here. These are all just my performing little puppets. Go on. Yeah, I'll give it to Rich because he's he's behind. Nothing new. I suppose he's got to finish with at least one point, doesn't he? So that's fair. I once had. uh, (laughs) 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 Strap in, everyone. (laughs) I I had 
Caleb Followell from Kings of Leon, the lead singer. I had his hair in my mouth once. <laughs> Wait, was it still attached to his head? It was still attached to his head. Um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, if you shut the fuck up, we'll get there. This is why they don't give cocaine out on the fucking door. Which we didn't do, by oh, the way. This is a lovely establishment. It's a lovely establishment. Thank you. Right, so, friend of mine, Will Briggs, his sister was looking after Kings of Leon when they first came over when they were good. And, um, <laughs> Sex on fire, I can get in the bin. That is a shit song. Come on. Right? Right, hands up, who likes Sex on Fire? I don't like being on fire. There you go. Who doesn't like Sex on cats? Fire? Like, what's going on here? Who doesn't care about it either way? Our survey <laughs> said. Anyway. A non Anyway, right? <laughs> so I'm in the, so my friend, he said, we went, he said, oh, my, my sister's looking after Kings Leon. Do you want to come and meet him? So we went to, it used to be called Pop. It was just off of Charing Cross, um, Oxford Street, a little indie club, right? So we go there, I'm in the booth, right? And Kings Leon is sat over there. We're having a bit of a drink, and then Will comes over and he said, come and meet him, come and meet him, come and meet him. So I'm walking over, and I'm, in my head, I'm going, right, just say, like, all right, lads, just looking forward, to the, looking forward to the album. I'm looking forward to the album. Looking forward to the album, right? And I walked up behind Caleb, and I went, hey, man, and he went like that, and he flicked his hair, <laughs> and it went in my mouth, and I went, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, oh, dude, dude. I went, yeah, right. looking forward to the album. <laughs> and it was clean, smelled lovely. <laughs> Vosing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's shiny. 1996. Yeah. What, mate? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time they were 70s, cool. mate. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just looked round. I was going to tell a story about the time I got my tits up, Keith Dragwood, but I've just. <laughs> <laughs> when I looked around the I room, think this I think there's any more than that. that everybody. Everybody's too young to probably know who Keith Chegwood is. Are you just trying to flirt with I every single person in the room? <laughs> Hands up, who knows who Keith Chegwood is? Yeah. <laughs> Was. Okay, well, there you go. Is. is he dead? Do you yes. yes, he is. God oh, rest his soul. What a way to find out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know years. It's been years. Anyway, do you remember who's oh, that weird na Kate naked like show on Channel 4 or something like that. Remember? Naked Jungle. Naked Jungle. Ooh, oh, weird. Uh, oh, I didn't realise what it was called. That. Anyway, he, um, uh, we're at a gay club in Manchester. It was my birthday. I was slightly drunk, maybe yeah. after a few too many shots or the rest of it. And Keith Chapin was there doing some weird kind of like... Na nightclub PA. Nightclub PA type yeah. stuff. There was a little stage. I was basically floating around after far too many shots, not really knowing where I was. And the next thing I know, I'm on the stage and Keith Chegwin puts a microphone in my mouth and says, your mates have said you'll get your tits out for a t-shirt. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I have never sobered up so quickly in my entire life when I'm looking around this whole room of people going, you gonna do it? <laughs> I was like, no. And then my friend ran up and went, don't embarrass me, do it. <laughs> don't make a fool of me. And then he lifted my t-shirt up he did. He no. did. Whoa. It was fine. It was fine. They were so small at the time. My nips poked out my back. No one could see them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was fine. Anyway, it, I got off the stage. Next morning, I woke up on my friend's couch being like, that was such a weird fucking dream. Like, oh my God. And I looked down and I saw the t-shirt was like, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't even a good t-shirt. It didn't even say Keith Chegwin on it. <laughs> yes, thank, you for the, thank you for the shot. <laughs> it didn't say on it. It was like, 
Blue Wicked or something shit. It's really hard to And you still got it. I liked it and I burnt it, honestly. I was just like, the trauma, the trauma. You don't get points for trauma, it's comedy arcade. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny trauma. Yeah. I think that should be I a spin off though. Up comedy, actually. Therapy arcade. Yeah, therapy arcade. All right, yeah, cool. let's do that. All right. Well, Love I will give you a point. Yeah, come on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you can all join in that chat. Point. 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 Thank you. Floral. Jenny. Okay, celebrity encounters. I've been going back in through through the archives. I'm going to go all the way back very briefly. My, the first celebrity I ever encountered, I'm expecting two people in the room to understand this. Brian Jacks. Yes! Oh, yeah. Those the, are the, the two people, the yes. <laughs> the two people I expected. The judo fella. The judo fella. Yeah. There is a photo yeah. of me as a toddler. Superstars. With, yeah. And he's yeah. world champion of judo. This, this, he used to live around... that Brian Jacks? Yeah. <laughs> he he used to live around the corner from me. There we go. So I, I met him, but I don't remember. Um, yeah. I love the relatable reference. Well, I, 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 but I knew my audience. There were just two of them, but I knew them. <laughs> one of them's on the panel. She's got one for each of you, a story. <laughs> we'll get through all tonight. <laughs> back, in, back in the day, back in the day, I used to work in uh, a shop which retailed CDs and videos. Oh. Um, it did have a three-letter name. And it's not the BBC. It's not the BBC, and it's not HMV. Oh, MVC. It, other record shops are still no longer available. It went out of business. Um, so I, this is how long ago it was. Again, people are guessing how old I am from my references, Brian Jacks, and the fact that we used to rent videos when I started working there. Video, VHSs. DVDs came in while I was working there. Oh, and they were, oh, oh, we had to put, we had to put all sorts of security in place on those. <laughs> One of our semi-regular customers was a gentleman called Ryan Giggs. Out of the footballs. Wow. <laughs> you can ease ease of wrong him for many ways. Well, tell yeah, us why exactly. you can ease of wrong him. Um, <laughs> so I feel I feel at liberty to slag him off. Yeah. So we used to have a system. Has any has anybody ever shopped at MVC? Yeah. Just three people, four people. Wonderful. So there were, we before club card discounts were a thing. We had a loyalty card system, so you would basically get a quid off each album. There was a there was a there was a there was an ordinary <laughs> price, and then there was an MVC card holders price. The card was free to get. You just had to basically give us your life details so we could flog them to China, I guess. Um, <laughs> Other countries are. I don't know what happened. Uh, I was just I was just the eighteen year old conduit. Um, oh, that's another title for the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ryan Giggs would come in and, uh, and browse, but he would never, you used to have a loyalty card, but some people didn't, so you could look them up on the system, if you got the postcode, if you got the surname, as you, as you do in other shops now where they pest you for info. Free data protection days. Pre, yeah, yeah, no one gave a shit. Just write it on this card then. and pop it in that pile. Uh, that's, <laughs> how they, that's how they just caught the bad guy in Stranger Things 4, didn't they? <laughs> hey? No? Uh, All right. You just ruined that for what? a lot of people. Oh, it's God, true. it only just come out, didn't it? Not bad. <laughs> no, that, but that didn't happen you should, have you should have watched the first half of season four by now, if, yeah, you were, if you're true. ever going to. It is in that. Um, so, yeah, a very similar thing happened. <laughs> Sorry. So, you, you had to give your details to get the discount. Ryan Giggs did not give a shit about the discount. However, you had definitely to give your card details if you wanted to rent a video, like you did at Blockbuster. 
So he would use his girlfriend's details. Exactly. <laughs> the one who lived near the store. Um, but it meant that we could then look up his, uh, his purchase history. So the first couple of times, the first, the first couple of times he came in, he made this big fuss with me about, oh, I don't have a card, I'm not going to give you my details. And, and being that I really don't like Man United, I would kicked off with him every single time. Um, and then the manager had to come out, who was a big Man United fan, and groveled in front of him. So I, I enjoyed that other aspect as well, <laughs> making, making my manager subservient. It was lovely. Um, but I, f I found out through observing him, so I would look at his purchase history as he was browsing the DVDs, because obviously he went straight to the DVDs because he had a DVD player because he had money. <laughs> and he would buy a huge basket full of DVDs. Every time he came in, he bought Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot, he forgot which DVDs he had. He had at least four copies of Heat. <laughs> and I, I, I never warned him about this. Yeah, I thought, I'll let it slide. He's got the money. Maybe you've already got this one. <laughs> Maybe he's buying his gifts for friends. It's not got friends, babe. That's why he was in MVC on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Didn't have anything else to do other than go and buy the same DVDs over and again. Flaunting his DVDs. There you go. There Flaunting go. that he had. Yeah, and when Blu ray came out, then we don't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> End of anecdote. <laughs> They've got security tags on cheese near where we live. That's, that's a thing. That's um, a sign of the time. Yeah, cheese. <laughs> Not even Cathedral City, like I'm friends with. Baby Bell. Dairy Lee. Dairy Lee. Oh, a dunker. Oh, they're valuable, though. Yeah. The kids. Oh, no. What, what now? She's rolled the ball. What is it? Uh, the cat bridge. Travel. Oh. Travel. Travel. Uh, so I've been very, I've been, I have travelled. I've been very lucky to have travelled uh, th thanks to my comedy career. And um, there's one gig I had to do. I did some gigs for, uh, for some soldiers abroad. And... Like, so morally, I was kind of like, oh, is it, is, you know, you're making money from war and you're like, oh, should, I, should I go? Is it, you know, is, is it not good, is it, to do that? And then they tell me how much, and I was like, all right then. So <laughs> you weren't exactly constructing turns submarines, out I can be, Turns out I can be bought. I'll and, be the closest uh, sweetheart for these guys. And then, oh, yeah, Memphis Bell on the side of a van. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then what they do, they have to train you for in case something happens. And then the fella was training us and he was saying things like, if you are walking through the airport today and you feel like you're being followed, just keep walking, keep walking, and then suddenly turn around and walk back the other way towards the person you think is following you. And then, and then when you get to your hotel room, make sure that you take a doorstop with you. So when you get into your hotel, if you think you're being followed, then you <laughs> shove the doorstop under your door and it starts people coming in. And then I was like, I don't know how long it takes to be James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it takes longer than an afternoon in a porter cabin near Luton. <laughs> Although, Rich... I don't, I don't know much about espionage, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not... I'm like, if I'm going to get followed, I'm getting killed. I'm getting killed. <laughs> Rich, welcome to the lovely world of being a woman. Wow. And we don't even get a training course. All right, mate, keep it right. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. You started it with that tank top, fella. <laughs> Anyway, this is what happened. I was so worried in the airport about getting followed. I was looking behind me and I walked the wrong way up the travelator. <laughs> like, yeah, it was coming that and I went that way. And I, have you seen the videos where people go over and then they fall out of their shoes? <laughs> oh, wow. 
my bag, my bag went over, my shoes came off. And then I'm rolling on the tra travelator, and then everyone had to come and help me. I'm the shittiest Shane Bond has ever been. I was just rolling, going, help me, help me. Yeah, shoes, when those videos, when their shoes come off, and knocked him out of his shoes, is the funny. When they fall on a, they fall on a treadmill. Now they put the treadmill really fast, and then they jump on it, and then their shoes go up in the air and spin around. And there was one who just said, there is an easier way to take off your shoes. Or even a wa wardrobe issue. What's going on There's a wardrobe issue, there's a pen issue. That's, that's the effect that anecdote had <laughs> over here. I was I've been sitting here deeply trying to visualise that. Ima imagine, imagine what would happen if, if Vic saw you fall over. Like I mean, we could reenact oh, it. I, th I now. think. We yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be it. Do a little live reenactment. Retire. So there's yeah. some escalators out there. Oh, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do it on the way down. out. I'll do it on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be looking around, going, "Oh no, I hope I'm not followed." Yeah. <laughs> Bonus content. And then you just fall out your clothes and then. <laughs> You oh, travel, <laughs> travel, travel. Oh, quick, yeah. quick little story about travel. Travel's good, isn't it? Travel broadens the mind. And also, potentially, the old libido. Because it's quite exotic, what? isn't it, travelling? Nice things to I do. I don't know, I've been a Swindon. <laughs> <laughs> I got, like, um, I do, I'm a stand-up comedian. Often I'll do this bit, because I'm, like, transgender now. I'll find, like a, a, like, a heterosexual couple in the audience, and I'll make a little joke about inserting myself into their sex life, because, of course, I'm very... Versatile. <laughs> like, I'm like a sexual Swiss Army knife. I've got because I've got like something for both participants. And I mean, it's you've got something for taking stones out of horses' hooves. <laughs> That's what all I use it for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's always obviously it's a bit. It's a joke. I don't have that high an opinion of myself that it'd be that easy. But like then he, I was in Barcelona and I says to the crowd, I was like, I'm not joking though. I'm being serious. Also a joke, right? And then this couple comes up for the first time in my entire life and career and was like, we really enjoyed that and we'd, we'd quite like to see where this goes. And I was with my wife. I was with my wife. Right? So, and also, imagine the type of person, like, imagine in your head the couple that you think came up and asked that. It weren't that couple, right? <laughs> they were so gorgeous, this couple, right? It's like beautiful, beautiful people. I was going with those, we will adopt your baby. Right. <laughs> no, these were like, they were nice and they were like really respectful of it. It was proper, proper nice. And I was with my wife as well and I was like, well, well, she were open to the idea, it'd be very exciting. And we sort of agreed, but I don't know if, right, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. <laughs> where you, yeah. Yeah. I just, who here? <laughs> has been in a situation where a foursome has been 100% on the table, but you had to decline because your wife ate too much gelato that day. <laughs> It's like she'd never seen gelato before, and she had about eight bowls of gelato, and we weren't allowed to have sex with this nice couple because of it. Couldn't Fuck she, travel. Could she not have just sat and watched or something? Well, that's that. what I said. <laughs> no, she didn't want to. She's all self-conscious because she's all bloated because of the gelato. <laughs> as, a, as a lesbian, you, we get this a lot, right? So you yeah. get like couples being like, you know, do you want to sure. join us? And you're like... Mm. Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> and then they go, it's all right, he'll just watch. Oh, oh that, that's what a lesbian wants. <laughs> that's what I grew up, oh, mother, when I, you know, when I meet the woman of my dreams, I just really hope there's a man sat there in the corner <laughs> watching. <laughs> 
But now you have the gelato excuse. Now I have the, oh, I've eaten too much gelato. <laughs> Got that in your back pocket. I'm going to use that. Definitely going to use that. Probably only works in hot countries. <laughs> oh, no, no. You've not seen me eat gelato all times of year. Imagine just being in Swindon. Oh, I've had too much gelato today. my next recent story. Uh, no, uh, so well, actually, to talk about travelling for gigging, so I was gigging up in uh, Liverpool the other week, and I looked, and I, I normally drive, but for whatever reason, I took the train this time, which meant I had to stay over, and I was trying to find a hotel to stay, it's Friday night, and it, for some reason, Liverpool's really fucking expensive on a Friday night, right? Um, who knows why? Um, I'm from Manchester, I'm allowed the, <laughs> and I'm competitive this. Anyway, so I looked on, and just around the corner from the, co- from the club was, um, uh, was, a, was a hostel, and I was like, that's the only affordable place I could stay. There was one private room left for 50 quid at this hostel. I was like, I'll book it quick. Went to book it, it had gone. And the only, the only room left was um, uh, one bed in an all-female dorm, right? Now, look, I'm six foot one and I look like this, right? So wherever I go, people look out the corner and call me sir, or women will very quickly walk out, walk out of a woman's toilet and go, shit, sorry, I thought this was the ladies, right? So <laughs> this happens all the time. I come to expect it. It's fine. What I wasn't preferred, prepared for was sneaking into a dorm, tiptoeing to be considerate into an all-female dorm, looking like this. And then, right, I was expecting it to be like full of Hindus. It wasn't. It was just one single old Spanish lady <laughs> who was about 60, and she's chatting away on FaceTime, and I'm like tiptoeing in which probably looked quite creepy in hindsight. <laughs> Tiptoeing in, trying to be polite, and all of a sudden, I just, she, she cra- catches me out the corner of her eye, pulls the bed clothes up and goes, oh, it's an ombre. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ombre. Now, my Spanish isn't fucking brilliant. <laughs> I did do enough Duolingo in lockdown to be like, and then I was like, shit, on a, like, I, I really panicked, so I was like, this woman, is like terrified now, like that there's a bloke in her room. So I was the worst feminist and was just trying to be like, what do women do? And I was like, <laughs> hang on, just let me make some notes. Can you do that again? Can you do that again? I was trying to do like anything else. Like I pulled my top aside and I was like, well, that's not going to fucking help. Uh, trying to do everything. And then she kept I me, mean, this poor woman, like, like basically, she turns, I heard her say, and I, Honestly, guys, I do, I'm really impressed with my level of Spanish skills, actually, because um, I do not know how I managed to translate this. Because then she kind of looks at me a bit more, looks at me a bit more, and she goes, oh, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Es una lesbiana. <laughs> Which I was kind of glad about, but, like, that word is fucking global, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, my God. And I just lay there all night, like, petrified, bless her. Right, you've only got a minute, Jenny, to get your story out. Well, I'm just going to go for the sympathy vote because I didn't really get to travel internationally until uh, until I was a bit older. Yes, yes. Don't you dare. Single parent family, miserable uh, trips to Blackpool, basically. <laughs> until I was 11, and then I went to Menorca. Oh. Went to Crete. I thought I was a proper world traveller. Next holiday, <laughs> India. Obviously, it's the obvious choice. Well, for a, to take a 12-year-old. <laughs> Travelling around Rajasthan, and um, I, I thought it was wonderful. It was a big culture shock, obviously, and um, we had a day off between tourist sites, and I was lounging outside by the pool. I'd never been anywhere so warm, 
um, where they would bring you lime soda, just one after another, sweet lime soda, beautiful. Um, <laughs> and this guy who was on our trip came and started chatting to me. He would say, oh, so where have you been before? Uh, yeah, usually, I'd say people that had done a tri travel around Egypt first, and then they come here, and then, you know, probably China and Southeast Asia next, have you been to any of those places? Um, I just thought he was making conversation. And then my stepdad turned up and uh, asked me if I wanted an ice cream. <laughs> and, and he was like, oh, oh. So this guy, I hadn't realized, because I was 12, this guy was chatting me up, <gasps> thinking I was a seasoned world traveler, because I was, I was on an adults, a mostly adults only group trip to India. And the next day he looked even more mortified because we went to the Red Fort at Agra and um, I almost got kidnapped by a monkey. Um, <laughs> I was scared, scared off by a, a monkey that tried to uh, rip my skirt because it thought I was trying to steal its baby. And the way I screamed, it's, it's not the scream of, a, of an adult of, uh, of consenting age. <laughs> so, thanks for coming. Did you want? <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. We haven't got time for a QA, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> we just have to leave his face. Your face during that story. I wish I could have framed it. He was it was delightful. The more it's unfolding, I was like. And then <laughs> it was the fact I didn't then know. Then she stole a monkey's up. baby. <laughs> I hadn't. I had. I was 12. When I was 13, you could. You possibly could have mistaken me for an 18 or 12. I don't know what was going on there. Wrong then. And I wouldn't mind, but people still hate my tank top more than that. <laughs> yep. oh. Right, um, Rich, Hello. I'm going to do the maths on the scores now. Thank um, you, I won. It's nice to... Thank you. Yay! I, I didn't see it coming. Well, um, would you like to tell everybody here and the next set people at home who are streaming this live, hopefully, like at least Hi. one, um, where, can they, where can they find you if they enjoyed this? <laughs> World of Tank Tops. Uh, you can find me here now. Uh, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram. I am Rich Wilson. Uh, I'm at all the major comedy clubs up and down the country. I shall be at the Edinburgh Festival at Just Tonic, just up the road, 9.20 every night with my show. You can have it so much better. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, and you can just come around my house if you like. It's fun. <laughs> Browse the knitwear. Yes. Bring sleeves. Jordan, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Hello, next up. Sorry for spoiling Stranger Things 4. I'm not going to say anything. Also, I'm sorry for doing some racism when I was 18 years old. <laughs> which is way worse than spoiling Stranger Things 4. I was a dickhead. I said doing yeah. some racism. If, if, if either of those things are forgivable, which they ain't, you can find me at, uh, at the old assembly rooms, uh, George Square, at 10.25 every night in Edinburgh this year. I've got a superhero-themed show called Is It a Bird? Mrs. Greenhouse would have got that one. Oh, that's bloody marvellous. Um, you can find me on social media, on Twitter, at Jen Lyon, on Instagram, someone's already got that, so I am at Jenny from the quiz. And <laughs> I will be doing this in Edinburgh, so come and find us wherever we're doing this. 11.20 at Underbelly Bristol Square, yeah, every day. Thank you. Um, Thanks. Um, and other than that, at any point in August, I will be drinking some cider somewhere in central Edinburgh, so see you around. <laughs> 
it's that Kate Martin uh, and going to be at Ed Fringe uh, 10.30 every night, Dragonfly Bar, doing a show with the annoyingly funny Daniel Fox uh, called Existential Queer. He's infuriating. Yeah. 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 You're infuriatingly funny. <laughs> well, thank you all for... Funny. <laughs> it's your time you wasted. Um, <laughs> and the beautiful people are next steps time as well. We want them to see the end of the show to find out who won. Um, thank you all of you for coming who are here in the room. Exciting that you're here. You're not all my friends and family. That was a nice surprise. Um, <laughs> And thank you to Next Up for streaming this live. If you're watching Next Up now and you've only gone monthly, you should definitely get the annual pass because they're streaming. They're only bloody streaming Edinburgh Fringe, guys. They only are. Right, um, Jenny Ryan, you're the winner. Oh, unaccustomed as I am to winning things. So, I'm um, gonna be victorious. Yeah. It was it was actually it was a close match tonight, actually, despite you know some um, some negative points at the start. <laughs> you, you pulled it back. Tank tops, mate. Tank tops for the win. So yeah, what have we learned tonight? Tank tops for the win. Um, don't chat up twelve-year-olds. Um, yeah, if you can take that one with you. Shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter how few options there are on Tinder. Um, you will not get a lesbian to choose a man. Unless it's Rich Wilson and trans rights to human rights. That is all from us. You are now free to go. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Know. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.